Oh, that's too bad because I liked your intro. Yeah, it was good. But I also liked your intro. It's going to be a second intro now. It's the Team Injection Podcast for December 19, 2023, episode 603, Technical Difficulties. It's the first time we've had two people on Discord. It's mostly working. And it is their fault, though, like I want to say. Like, How dare we no. leave town? They, yes. How, How dare That's we? really it. You both traveled. You knew we had planned this ahead of time. And you I were both my travel for six months. I met your plan for six yeah. months. So we've had yeah, this so you're plan for seven months. <laughs> That's not true. We've had a plan for a couple of weeks, though, for at least. That's right. <laughs> we had enough time to change our plans, I see, is what you're saying. I, I so, understand. So Cody's really excited for the Fire Emblem part of this episode. Yes. Absolutely. That's all I'm here to, to talk about, actually, is the game I've never played before. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Yeah, you you played it a little bit in like Smash Brothers though, because Did you I played as Mars. Just play. No, I played if I I play as Kirby only forever. So that actually, that's a lie. I've God never played it, as Cody. anyone related to Fire Emblem. <laughs> Sorry, I fucked you over. All right, well, we continue our tier list uh, this week. Uh, we're expanding to RPGs, which encompasses a lot of different stuff. We're gonna get the Fire Emblems and the Pokemans. Um, but there's also some room for like Earthbound, Xenoblades. I've already started a beef. This is not at Chris. Um, they don't have Final Fantasy on this list, but they have shit like Golden Sun, Xenoblade, uh, Earthbound, which are all not Nintendo games. Uh, actually, Earthbound might be Nintendo now that I think about it. Uh, but lots of non Nintendo stuff. So I wore my shirt. This is Final Fantasy VI. Real fans know. And uh, we're not going to get to do Final Fantasy 1, 2, or 3. As they were known on the Super Nintendo. One of which would have been S tier. So that's too bad. But I digress. I'm stalling because I just want so badly for my mouse to be on the screen. I know I'm in the right window because I can scroll it. But the pointer is not visible. Even though it's turned on in OBS. Which is going to make it really hard. Because like, what game am I grabbing right now? Oh, there we go. It found the no, mouse. I see it. Hooray. You're there. <laughs> nice. So my yes. vamping worked for once. It worked. It, worked, <laughs> it was perfect. So, yes, on the screen, if you haven't, first of all, watched the last two episodes or listened to them, do that. You can technically do them out of order, but by the end here, we're going to be wrapping up everything next Tuesday right after Christmas. That one won't truly be live. It'll premiere like it's live, but we're all going to be doing Christmas stuff, so it'll air. But uh, this week, as Sean alluded to, mostly RPGs. Obviously, some of the Pokemon games are not RPGs, like Pinball. Um, but much like how we looped in, you know, the... Hyrule Warriors games into Zelda, which are Zelda games, but not really. It's going to be something similar here. A few offshoots from Pokemon and a couple other series. There are some stuff that's not represented here, um, but it's got the main franchises. We do have Golden Suns down there. We do have Xenoblade down there. Earthbound, some Fire Emblems, and that's about it. So we're going to have to mix in some Pokemans for Cody because Michaela can kind of do both. Uh, Cody cannot. Cody is strictly no, no, no. Pokemon. He is our resident Pokemon expert. No, I mean, I'm not. You guys play it just as much as not more than I do. Co but, Cody is like me uh, when I was on the radio show back in the day where all I knew was the Suns. And then, Chris, you and whoever <laughs> else would start talking about any other sport. And it's just dead air from me for an hour. Uh, that's no, that's fine. Just like just phase me out. I mean, we did this when we did Mario. I didn't know. I didn't play most of the, the, the regular games of Mario either. I played all the weird side crap because I'm a weird person. So. Nah, do do whatever you gotta do, and then I'll hear Pokemon, and I'll just jump in and be like, "Yeah, you're wrong." Well, so games. I what I would love to do, unless Chris has more intro to do, I would love to start like 
uh, it just is perfect to start at the top left because that's an old Pokemon game and it's right there. I've put them all in order. Okay. So I think what we do is we do mainline Pokemon and then we jump back to it at the end with the side games. All right. All right. Sounds good. So keep in mind, not everything is here. This is the tier list that was there, which has so many games on it. But like they have red, blue combined into one. So that's great. We can rank that. And technically like gold is going to stand for gold, silver. We're not going to spend a lot of time on the differences between like gold, silver and crystal or ruby sapphire which is not pictured and emerald there are differences we can mention it as we rank both but like we're gonna yeah. spend a decent amount of time on the chunks of them and not just like well pokemon yellow specifically for like 10 minutes you know yeah 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 so yeah let's jump into the oh, no, i'll do that first well that's oh no cody knows but yes let i agree uh red blue yeah. and yellow let's talk about those off the bat i mean it's s it's like uh, you know, red blue is a little rough because uh, it's not a perfect game. Yeah, Chris, I never knew this. There is a lose state. Uh, <laughs> if you really fuck around uh, the safari zone, you can just be unable to progress. Uh, a lot of the balancing is off. Uh, a lot of the stuff it does not work how it's supposed to work. So from like a game mechanic standpoint, a technical standpoint, it's kind of a mess. But it's still like beautiful i still love it i still love going through it and playing it I, it's like it's an s for me it's not like one one it's not at the top of s but it's a beautiful beautiful game and anyone else it can is really good. And, and it is really good and it you know it, it launched an entire franchise it is huge phenomenon at the time that it came out and it's never really reached those peaks ever since so it gets you know huge props for launching this franchise that has lasted for gosh almost 30 years well and we, um, we talked about that kayla like how it was just a genius marketing ploy and you just you had the anime and the stuffed animals and the games yeah, and all of it the cards trading the cards, cards oh my god of mm -hmm. course yeah yeah so it was very smart on their part and it's fun like going back and playing the original it there's a certain charm to it um that was you can argue it hasn't been really captured in subsequent Pokemon games. Um, I think I would put it in an A, but like plus, 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 because it's not like my personal favorite Pokemon game, but objectively it is extremely good, and it did launch this whole Perfect. Huge... A plus plus is S, so that's... Michaela's voting S. That's no, great. The A section Yay. of plus plus. All right, Cody, what do you got? See, I... I went with Kayla because, like, I, I think that red and blue, like, the, I think the replayability is fine. You can go back and you can enjoy it and you know how to break it and cheat the missing no thing and all that crap. <laughs> I, I have red and blue as A and I have yellow as S because if you were watching along to the anime and then you get to play yellow and they release that and you're basically playing almost side by side with the anime progressing along and matching the storyline pretty well, like, that's the marketing scam right there. Like, hey – Here's a show you're going to watch, and then you're going to play it almost exactly the same pattern. Recreate it. Yeah. Yeah, whereas, whereas Red and Blue's like, what the fuck am I actually doing in here? Because like, this isn't exactly the show, and I'm a little confused. And the show hasn't touched on half who are, who these Pokemon are yet unless I've finished the first season. I don't actually know what these things do. So I feel like that coupled with it being broken a little bit is why I'd go – I'd go yellow into S, and it could be lower S because there's a game or two I like better, but I'd probably put red and blue into A. I was going to be interested to see how this fell because for all the reasons mentioned, this is kind of a mess ranking these two. When I look later at Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, 
Platinum's just a better game, and it doesn't get any credit for starting anything, so it's going to be easy to rank those two. Here, Yellow's a much better game, and it follows the anime, which is awesome. Team Rocket's in it. Like, all these touchstones are in it, but Red Blue started everything. So it, it gets additional credit for that. Yeah. Do you know the hoops I had to jump through back in the day to get, like, a fucking Bulbasaur on my team? I, Cody, I stayed the night at a friend's house. All we did was trading Pokemon. I don't remember this guy's name. I don't remember his face. I don't remember anything about him except we played Pokemon into the wee hours of the morning, and hmm. that allowed me to get all 150. I don't have to do that anymore with Yellow. And it, you kind of meet them, like, in sort of sometimes mirroring how it was in the show. It was the perfect capitalist game, and I, I love it. So, but I would say yellow is even higher S than red blue. That's, that's my, yeah, it has to be. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. Yellow's better. I think they're both going to end up in S and with yellow higher. And the reason why is for the video people on your screen, look how many things on the screen right now. Cause almost all the four rows, except for the first golden sun or Pokemon in this list. How many times is Pikachu there? <laughs> yeah. It's just a wall of Pikachu. Many, <laughs> many, time. many times. And he can't be on the mainline titles after Yellow because those are showing off new starters or legendaries, right? So he's already disqualified from like 15 of these. But look at every other time. So it's easy to forget now because it's been almost 30 years and Pikachu's ubiquitous. But back then, they didn't really have an idea how big this was going to blow up in Red Blue. And you can tell because Pikachu's just number 25. He's an afterthought. Yep. He's not even that... Uh, he's not hard he to sucks. get, but like he's a rarer... Yeah, drop he's, he's in, the in the forest. Yeah. So, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, the anime is huge, and we're already making tons of money, but now we can monetize this yeah. by making him the cover, and it's like, oh, shit, now it's real. So I think they're both S, and I think I have Pikachu edition higher. Uh, my one thing, and we'll get to this better when we get to Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee, because it's even big, a bigger part of the problem, is yellow is too easy because of the way it gives you all the starters with the typing and all that, it does become a really easy game on the back end of it, just to, just to give it a little bit of a ne negativity. It does, and the originals are hard because of all the imbalance yes. issues and some of the quality of life stuff that now we expect but certainly didn't have back then. So it's tough. It, it, Red Blue is only an S because it started this entire revolution. Nowadays, as a video game, it's like a fucking C. It holds up <laughs> terribly. <laughs> And I love those games, I man. But like the nostalgia aside, those games are a mess. So Fire Red, we can touch on quickly. Again, some of these remakes I don't think warrant a ton of time. Fire Red's cool. It's like A, I think. It's, it's good. a much better version of Red Blue, but it has nowhere near the cultural impact. So I feel like low A, high B is about where I'm at. Yeah, low A. It's yeah, charming. I think that that fits. Yeah, that's fine. Had the new Sevi Islands in it. Like there was some new content in addition to the old stuff and. It was all well and good. Game Boy Advance was a fine system. So we'll put it at the bottom of A. Right now it's the only thing in A. It's going to get pushed, I think. All right, next gen. Gold, silver, yes. crystal, and then we'll get to heart gold, soul, silver after. I didn't know that these were out when they were out. I, I had a friend, because I wasn't like in the, I didn't have the pulse at the time. And my friend texted, called me. He, he didn't text me. And was like, they, they have Pokemon gold and silver at Walmart. And I was like, Mom, stop doing your makeup. We got to go to Walmart immediately. And she, and she got it. So to kind of speak of that, I didn't get to just tell my parents, hey, we're buying a thing. But with Pokemon, I did. She knew. She understood. Um, yeah, it's, these are S2. Um, I'm not, I promise this is going to slow down <laughs> a lot for me. But it's just it took everything that was in yellow and red and blue and made it better. And that's it. Graphics, mechanics, 
day and night, the phone, uh, the story. It was just the same game you love, but improved in every possible way. And the fact that you could visit, you could return to um, Kanto after traveling all of Johto, then you could revisit Kanto and get all of the Pokemon. And, and, and then there was the whole story with Team Rocket and the, the, the kid, and then you could fight your, your player character from the first game. It was so cool, and it had this level, level of interconnectivity that obviously the later games can't do anymore because there's like 10 regions. But it was so cool at the time that, that it linked up with the first game in that way. I still don't understand why they have never gone back to that. I don't get it either. It was so cool yeah, and so innovative. Yep. Gold's my favorite game of the series. And I don't know I don't know what they're gonna have to do to knock knock that off because see Deshaun, to your point of not knowing it was out, I played through yellow and that's what made me fall in love with this series of stuff. And I just sat there waiting for gold. Knowing kind of that it was going to come out and buying video game guides and stuff like that and being aware. Like, I think I had gold, like, the day basically it got released. And I started, I finished through that thing. Not knowing when I finished the first progression of things, I was all of a sudden going to be able to keep playing the game and have all the shit. You go, I think it's like you have to swim up the thing and go through the waterfall. And then all of a sudden you're at the start of what Red and Blue were. Yeah. It, like, blew my mind. I don't know... What can replicate that happiness to find out, oh, this is the game, but it's twice the size and length. I just get to keep playing the game with all the stuff I've built in my party. Um, and that feeling is so hard to like recapture yeah. for and, how much and, I love these games. And the true ending being like uh, going against Ash at the end. Yeah. And it was hard. It was really uh, up there. Yeah, most games, if I really love the game, I'll spend 100 hours. Like, that's how you know I love a game. I clocked 250 hours in Pokemon Silver and Gold. I almost don't even know how, but it was, like, the only game I played for an entire summer. I just, like, I loved it. One of the nice things about the tier list format is that we can get away with this. We put red-blue, I think, seventh in our best games list, and gold-silver didn't make the top 25 just because of that massive impact that we already talked about. Yeah. But here, gold, silver is above yellow and above red, blue. Agreed. Might be the best experiences in the series. They clean up so many things that are wrong with red, blue. Obviously, there's plenty more changes to come later in the series, like the physical special split typing and whatever, right? There's more to come that are quality of life. But I don't know. You guys already hit on it. If we ever do a video game moments list, and we will, that's going to be in my top 10. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not fighting red, which is awesome. It's, not, it's stepping into Kanto. Because the game talks about Kanto, like, oh, there's this nearby region. Yeah. There's a few times where they go like, oh, and you're like, cool, like, yeah, they're mentioning that world. They give you no inkling that you're going to end up in it, and it's changed. There's reflections of what's happened in the last three years going on, like, oh, yeah. Cinnabar Island's fucked, and like, oh, there's a new gym leader because Koga's in the Elite Four, so who took his place? Like, all these little touches. Gym even, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, it just, it blows my mind that they were able to do this back then. So, like, it's an S. I don't know if it's going to get beaten. It's possible, but we'll see. There's only one of the games that has a chance. I'm relieved that I'm, this is, I'm not alone in this feeling. I thought I was crazy that gold, I thought gold is, like, the best version of this for so long. No, I, I, I mean, I really love it. Like, like we said, when we voted, you had to give red and blue a little bit of extra credit for kicking it off. But, yeah, on this tier list, like, I fucking love gold, silver. And crystal's complicated for me because I don't know that it's a sizable upgrade over gold silver. 
Yeah, so then it's like, but then it almost loses points because you're like, well, it's just more of gold silver. It's you're like, yeah, just but more, they've just recharged. <laughs> it was like the money grab for the yeah. first time, really, because yellow, obviously, a very distinct game from red-blue, so no qualms there. I'm going to put it in A because it's still pretty much as good as gold silver. I just don't know why it exists. Yeah. And heart gold and soul silver. The second best remakes on this list. Yeah. They're really good. But I think they go into A as well because yeah. it's the same problem where it's like, okay, on the one hand, they're better games. They're really well done remakes, but because they're not breaking any ground, it's like, I think I just have it above Crystal in A. And we'll see how it all shakes out eventually. But yeah. They redid the soundtrack. It was mostly good. You could turn on the old soundtrack if you wanted. That's all fine. Gen 3, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. I hated these games as a kid because I was bad at them. I don't remember <laughs> loving these games. I, I th Something about the graphics, the presentation, the, the Pokemon themselves, uh, the story, which was like weather-based, and I was like, who gives a shit? Uh, and then, I mean, now looking back, it's like, oh, I would long for something <laughs> more like this. But, uh, you know, it was okay. I might be yeah. in the minority, though. If you got, I don't it know if you guys okay. love it. I also had a hard time with this one. I, I recall um, starting it and then quitting it and then starting it and then quitting it a lot as a kid because it was really difficult. And this is the start of the stories just becoming completely outrageous of like, the world's on fire. You have to save it and you're 10. Like, this is the starting point of that, <laughs> which I don't love. Um, but these games are fine. They're not horrible certainly compared to some of the later gens that we got, but there's definitely a dip in quality there from the first two. I, this is where I fell off a bit and it was tricky because red and green are like 1996, I think releases or red and blue and green, I guess, technically. And then yellow is like 98 and then gold is 99. Um, and I didn't play crystal cause I didn't see the point. And then Ruby and Sapphire take three years to come out. After goal, like my my buzz of being high on gold, I'm like I, they just lost me a little bit. And how long it took to turn another game out compared to the turnaround of the first two generations of it? Yeah, I um, I can't see this ever going below B. For example, we'll get to rankings in a second. But it's like on the one hand, really took advantage of the Game Boy Advance, introduced several staples of the series, like the sprint shoes, which we take for granted now. But at the time, we're like, whoa, I get to run along these routes and stuff. Cool. Yeah a much maligned soundtrack that I think people have softened on over time. Cause it's actually a really good soundtrack. Everybody just hated the trumpets back then. And I, I get where Michaela's coming from, but because at the time we didn't know we were going to be going to absurd places. I actually liked the stakes at the time. It seemed reasonable. All oh, these two Pokemon that affect massive things are affecting like, Oh, there's too much sun or too much water and everything's fucked. Cause people misused them. Now, even by the very next gen, we've gone way too far with this. So you're right. In retrospect, it was the start of a bad trend. But at the time, I was like, this is cool. I think it's a B, and I think we're lower on it than most people would be. But, like, there's so many good games in the franchise. I didn't love these. I also, this is now the third time that we've done kind of the same thing. And what was refreshing in Gold Silver, of like, oh, I can't wait to go. And how they looped in the first area and all of that. By this point, we were like, so this game, no new types like gold silver did. Um, and it just started feeling like, okay, I'm starting to now just do the same thing over again. And this will be a recurring theme. Obviously. Um, I, I'm going to be the, maybe the one person on the planet. That's like, I kind of did agree with that review of too much water. 
This is like a, it oh feels like you're on the ocean forever. And I didn't like that. And I didn't like the double, the dual bike system. So there's just like a lot of stuff. Oh, it's like, I just, that was weird. this is a little less good. And overall, you have a bunch of things that are a little less good, and it's kind of a becomes a meh experience. So, and uh, plug in my laptop. Hang on. It's fine. She'll be back. So, I'm putting them both in B. I'm going to put Emerald higher than Ruby Sapphire, even though they made a terrible mistake with Steven. Uh, it should not have replaced him at the champion. But oh, it's fine. Yeah. You know, just put an all water type champion and see if it's one of the worst fucking champions in the history of the series. Just do that and see what happens. <laughs> But Ruby Sapphire are also good. It's just Emerald's slightly better. Now, having said all that, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire are borderline S for me. They're the best remakes in the series, and it's not close. The number of new things they introduced, the increased attention to, like, secret bases, streamlining some of the water stuff, which, of course, then IGN got maligned for talking about when they're like, oh, still too much water. You're like, okay, but, like, (laughs) that's just a preference. That's not a thing that you can give a 6.8 for. I think... I would be happy this ended up in A. I can't honestly put it in S, given the other caliber of games up there, but like these are really, really good remakes. I'm fine in A, um, especially having the originals in B. I mean, I didn't play a lot of these. I had kind of fallen off by that, but like that's not this game's fault. So I think A is... I'm happy with A. That's in- that seems fair. Duck says, by the way, meanwhile, we're begging them to take their time with new generation. Yeah, now almost, almost, almost like, oh, well, they have to have a Pokemon game this year. It's like, well, if it's not polished enough, you can wait. It's okay. Yeah. yeah we exactly. don't mind. You don't right. need like, one Please every... take your time, actually. Yeah, we don't have that. an annual release. It's okay. You can stop. Yep. Um, and Nick says, hard for me not to think highly of the Mudkip generation. Yeah, that was one of his favorites. But, yeah. Well, um, oh, no. I'm. It's oh. okay. It, people can be wrong. In this I have to put this on top of A. This is gonna. These are all going to get pushed in A, I think. But for the time being, like it's better than Heart Gold, Ruby, uh, Soul Silver. So like, that's where it's gonna go. It looks too high, but it'll get moved. Uh, Diamond, Pearl, and then Platinum. The remakes are not on here. There's like a couple other games that came out within the last year or so. Um, but you can still factor that in when talking about Diamond, Pearl. Basically, uh, Diamond Pearls has a lot of things I like, and also has quite a few things that are bad. For example, the speed of battles, which is why Platinum clears Diamond Pearl by a considerable margin. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, as a kid, I didn't notice things like that. Is it just the load animations for every Pokemon? Everything is just slow. The text okay. is slow. In and out of battle, slow. It takes 10 seconds to even start a fight. It's just, it's all bogged down. The animations by are slow. Yeah, everything's just like, it was a little bit too ambitious for the early stages of the DS, and it chugs along in ways that weren't optimized until Platinum. I thought it was a step up. Uh, I, I remember it being a step up from Ruby Sapphire for me. Um, because I did appreciate the 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 step up. I liked a lot of the Pokemon a lot in this game. Yeah, um, one of the best gens for Pokemon. But yeah, I definitely felt like oh, it's just not the same. It did not grab me in the same way that like the other ones used to. Um, so it's probably a for me still, maybe high B, but that's about the most I can go. I think I'd give it an A because at the time that this one came out, it really grabbed me for whatever reason as a preteen, however old I was. Um, and I just remember spending countless hours playing this and doing the whatever that game's equivalent of a safari was. It was some zone that you could go to and get new Pokemon every day, like from other regions. I remember obsessing over that a lot. Oh, sure. Can't remember what that mechanic is called. Uh, and some of the Pokemon are great. Like Luxray alone is amazing. <laughs> and the best Pokemon of that gen. 
Um, I think I'd put this one in an A because I remember really like a low A because I remember really enjoying it. Obviously, there are things about it like how slow it is and the story is just absurd. Well, yeah, thank you for touching on it. First of all, is Luxray this? I thought Luxray was black white. Am I just Gen 4? Okay. So I didn't I didn't remember that. The story here, even as a kid who is more open well, I wasn't a kid, I was God, I was a lot older. Even as a young, stupid man, uh, I was like, This is fucking too much. Now we're space time. We went up from weather. So it's like you just squared the apocalypse. It's so much worse now. What are we doing yeah, it- anymore? It's such a jump, and it's too much. It's too much for us being like little, ambunctious 10-year-olds <laughs> and just going around catching Pokemon, and then the world, yeah, space-time is fucked. And Imagine in real life if 10-year-olds had that amount of power to, to like, well, you just got to rely on Jimmy. He has a level 100 Pokemon. He's hope. <laughs> Can you do anything, Officer Jenny? No, no, I can't. No, none of the adults. It's just this 10-year-old. Good thing he's on our side because goddamn. <laughs> yeah, sure it's the, absurd. The idea is like, well, it's a kid overcoming adults, but the fact that the grown-ups are always the ones scheming and failing against the 10-year-olds, not a great look overall. Yeah. And it starts to wear thin. And look, let's be honest, the world-altering stakes uh, are often the worst part of these games. They just got too too ridiculous. Even black-white, which is going to get S consideration, the worst part of that game is probably the fact that we get to oh. This one part's about the end of the world if we don't stop somebody. It's like, no, we were best in black-white, and most of these games when the stakes were smaller. Yeah. Because it should reflect what a 10-year-old is doing in this one region of this part of the world. Yep. Uh, I have Platinum in A, and I have Diamond Pearl in low B, because Platinum's just that much better. I'm fine with that. I could say high B, but like, I, whatever, that's fine by me. If uh, Platinum, uh, if platinum didn't exist, yeah. I would have Diamond Pearl in like low A. That's fair. But because it does, it's like, okay. Platinum has the best post-game of any game in the series. And for me, that deserves extra credit because we've lost our way with post-game. And it's the one area where it definitively clears black-white and every game that's followed it since. It's it's a shame. Now, Diamond Pearl had Metagross, right? That was the first... No, that's Gen 3. So you should like Ruby Sapphire God. more. That was Steven Stone's signature. But Damn. Okay. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about black white, and then we're gonna have to pick up the pace because, yeah, let's, which is fine favorite. because most of the games after this don't warrant five minutes of time. So I actually think I don't. God, uh, it is borderline S for me because they just took everything that was great about the series, like everything that I remembered, thinking, oh, maybe I'm just jaded as I get older. It's like no, when you make all new Pokemon and you kind of replicate the first journey that you had, you lower the stakes. It just becomes really fun again. And there was a story. This is the best story in a Pokemon game. And it's not even like world changing, but it did, they did something interesting about the dynamics and the world of Pokemon. And I was like, great. Thank you for this. It by far is the best story for me. Um, all of those things combined. And it's like, it's right under gold, silver and red, blue for me. This is my S tier. This is my favorite Pokemon game of them all. Damn. I just remember being so gripped by the story at the time because it does. It, it takes such a simple kind of obvious question of like, well, what if Pokemon were free? And it actually explores it in a really compelling, and interesting way through your rival and who is the best rival, by the way. Uh, hot take. Um, <laughs> and And the region, I mean, this game, it's amazing to me that it came out on the DS because it looks incredible. Like the way like the, the camera pans and 
it, it like does a lot of flexes. It's really cool, and and the 150 new Pokemon, and it just it felt like they put so much love and care into it that I haven't seen since Black and White, and it's yeah. a shame because this game it just it truly is just so so good, and, and I really like the post game as well. Um, it was more story driven from what I remember, and that was really cool, and it was just uh, it's so good, and the music is amazing. There's some fantastic songs on the soundtrack. Yeah, there is maybe one of the best songs in the whole series. One of the best, for sure. Even mm-hmm. though it's in the credits, which is weird. I still love that credit song so, so, so much. Cody, anything black-white? I'm stuck in this this gener- like this like gap of space. And as we talked about it when we were doing Mario stuff, when I didn't have uh, um, a GameCube... I don't. I didn't have the the handhelds to play any of these for like oh. a long, long run. You might want to until revisit. we get into Switch. Time. This is the only one I what? would say. He still has my 3ds. I actually, you want, yeah, you I know. Want to get that is. back someday, or I might need it back. Someday, <laughs> nah, yeah. it's fine now. That's why well, Doug's been talking to about. Um, black white. So maybe hold on to it for a little while longer. Play. <laughs> Tr- this truthfully, is an amazing I, game. Truthfully, I'm sitting on them waiting. I'm waiting for them to remake most of these because because I, I played obviously the Diamond Pearl remakes. So I'm like I'm like just keep churning out the remake every time, and I'm just gonna go buy it, and I'm gonna revisit all these games that I didn't get to play. Problem is the I remakes would like them to... can be oh, disappointing. <laughs> like the Diamond yeah. Pearl, yeah. like the was Diamond Pearl. Pearl. Yeah. I was like, yes, I, I I can understand that. These are new enough that I don't know that they need remakes. You could see why you know uh, Omega Ruby implemented so many things that the originals didn't have to where like okay like this was necessary this is such a huge jump from gen 3 to gen 4 that we've already cleared all the major stuff like the physical special split we're like oh gyarados can be good and terrifying like it should be like stuff like that you should probably just play the originals do it cody black white the original anyways for me it's it is bottom of s but i am going to give it s because it's the last (laughs) this is going to be very telling to me it's the last great pokemon game yeah. Me too. I literally just wrote an article about this the other day, saying yeah. the very same thing. It's it is the, the last good one. Yeah. And that's fair. Now then, uh, black and white two. I'm gonna spend. I'm basically gonna make this an exercise of spending no more than 15 seconds on any of these. Right. So, uh, black and white two failed sequel. Black and white two Undid. is a C. What? It's a, it is disappointing. It's a yeah. C for me at least. Undid it was a lot not of as what good. was really good about the first game. Some of the same characters are still there. Doesn't especially hold up. You would think a return to the same world would be cool. It wasn't. It's like a B minus to a C plus. I, I enjoyed it still, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's certainly not what the original was. I would say B. Mid B. I think it's tough because, like, it's another thing where it's going to get punished like Diamond Pearl in my head, where it's like it needs to be, like, here. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't necessarily fair if you were just grading it on, on its own merit, but because it wasted everything that was good about Black White for the most part, you're like, eh. X and Y for me is like the uh, homogenization of the Pokemon franchise. Me? That's how I feel, and I don't know if it's just me. No, it's it, like it's just too mainstream. It didn't. It doesn't have any soul. It has no charm. No heart and soul. Exactly. Well, the worst crew of like main characters in the series. It might be a D. It's, no, it can't be a D because there's other Ds coming. It has to be like a low C. It's for me. It was weird too because they introduced a new type finally, and which, uh, which works mostly. Yeah, it's and it, it was still like, eh. and I think a lot of the troubling uh, advancements that I see in the series now kind of originated in X Y. So yes, um, C I think is fine. You were saying C, I'm fine with C. I'm fine with that too. It was very okay and not very inspiring, which. Yes. I think is going to be a thing I keep saying about these as we go on. 
<laughs> Nick says, I remember that coming out XY, uh, the week that I told my employer I was going to be studying for the PE exam. Yeah, well, that's the funny thing about it, right? It's like you sometimes take time off for something exciting, and then it turns out to not be exciting. <laughs> uh, Sun Moon, I would say slightly better than XY, but still a lot of the same problems that we had with just the gens since six in general, the idea of switching up the whole gym proceedings was a decent thing to try, but I don't think it worked. So it's another C for me. I liked that they tried. I liked the Alola versions. I thought that was kind of cool, mainly because some of them looked really cool more than I was thrilled about that. There were these differences. Um, but yeah, man, we're all friends. You don't have a rival. We're just all friends no, of the different it. kinds, but we're all supportive still. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. This is the worst <laughs> crew of main characters. I forgot. Yeah. I like the Hawaii yeah, inspiration. Bad. I liked, I do like for the, for this time that they changed up the gems a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like a B. I remember best. liking the rival, I think in this one, there was sort of a family story going on. I don't really remember, but I agree. I like that they tried something new, whether or not it really succeeded. I appreciate the effort because some of these, there is no effort. So <laughs> yeah, so yeah. This I think more, it's a C. These games blur together for me. Is this how that's your quote unquote rival? I think it's not so. Hop. No, how, oh wait, how, who is that? I hop is sword shield. Hop sword shield. Because fuck Hop I don't know as well, who Hal is. Yeah. You know, I would go actually top of B. I did have some fun with the Alola versions. I liked it more than like Ruby Sapphire, uh, but just barely. How was the Hawaiian, Hawaiian I, rival? Yeah. I remember playing this with you guys at a rental house in Phoenix, and it was like a Pokemon party. And so it maybe gets a couple extra points because it was a group experience, and that was fun. Uh, I prefer playing these games in a group these days. Otherwise, I can't really sit with them, so... Yeah, which, which did help that. with the most recent title. That's not technically on this list, but we can give a quick shout out to. I'm going to put it high C. We can move it up to B later. I okay. I don't have it above a C. Uh, let's talk about Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Just kidding. It's a D. Yeah. Next. Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, Sword and Shield. Uh, you know, uh, at the time, it was one of the better Pokemon games that I had played. I did think it was a step up from the recent outings. I hated Hop. I hated a lot of this game still. But oh, you know why I like this game, Cody? I did I tell you this? I played it like my character either I don't remember. He either chose or could not um gigantify his Pokemon. So every fight was really fun because it was like, okay, yes. how do I weather them gigantifying and me not doing it? Um so that's not that that's not fair to the game. If anything, I'm doing it uh, in spite of the game's mechanics, but I still had a good time with it. It's still not a great game. It was like the baby steps I, that you wanted to go into this full-fledged thing that they then absolutely dropped the ball, the ball on anyway. Um, it's like a B for me. I uh, I did appreciate the the UK soccer vibe of it. I thought that was unique and creative. It, it, you're being in the stadium when you're battling that for gyms. I know that probably is lost on some people who don't care or find the influence of soccer from the UK type of vibe to it. But I also have to say, I have a special soft spot for these games because they finally gave my favorite stupid Pokemon and evolution that I beat the game solely only using Surfetched over and over and oh, over yeah. and over again. 
So uh, the fact that they gave me the opportunity to do something so stupid, uh, I really, really uh, appreciate, honestly. It's so interesting hearing you say that because I'm like, who watches NASCAR, actually? You get all these stats, and you're like, who? Uh, to, you're like the guy who likes the Pokemon that everybody hates. And I'm like, oh, they do exist. There is a yeah. reason. It's fu- it's fucking funny. It was the f- <laughs> uh, When I watched the anime as a kid, I thought Farfetch was hilarious. And then, I, you know, 18 years later or whatever it was, I finally got a, new, a version of him that I could kick everybody's ass with. It was great. Yeah. On the one hand, I kind of liked the big stadiums for gym battles. It was like, okay, this is cool. Like, this is definitely making it feel more epic. And you needed the size for the Gigantamax scene. So you could be like, wow, there's a huge Pokemon in this venue. And then while this is such a dumb thing, I was also like, these people don't live anywhere. There's four houses in this city. <laughs> yeah. And now you're telling me that there's 50,000 people in this stadium? Where are they going after the game is over? How does that traffic work when there's no roads and the infrastructure? Like, what is this? They all flew in. Like it's on one thing when you have a gym and it's secluded and there's a handful of trainers and the gym leader, and now all of a sudden you're introducing this question. No, but you know this is the same problem with like what do what do people eat in the world of Pokemon? Like you know, there's, yeah, right. it, it gets weird. I get it. I dogs. think it's mid B. They eat dogs. I'm putting it here. <laughs> mid B. Mid B is great. Like the kind of open world. Safari, yes. whatever yeah. that was. Yeah. That was and, and, and I liked the Elite uh, Four being like a tournament. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I liked that. All right, we can like super speed through some of these. Like, yeah, we're not going to do all these. For like, for example, if you've come for mystery dungeon reviews, you've come to the wrong place because most of us have not played them. I know some people love them. We're not going to rank them. We haven't played them. I, Pokemon Pinball is like a B. I have like, an B. I like Pokemon Pinball. We got to talk about Let's Go I Pikachu though. I never got to play that. Oh, okay. And we're also not supposed no. to do the side games yet. We're supposed oh, to do that for oh, we're going to Fire Emblem to now keep, uh, to keep Cody engaged. But Let's Go Pikachu. Yeah. Uh, um, I thought this was, I mean, given that they're remaking Yellow, which everyone likes a lot, uh, I thought this was a pretty fun uh, entryway into the Switch, being able to play Pokemon on the Switch. Now, the game's fucking easy. Eevee and Pikachu can just be absolutely destructive and destroy everything in one move once you type it correctly and all that. So there's no real challenge. I think the fascination of just walking through a Pokemon world on a console on your TV for the very first time is what they were relying on. Because I don't think the game is particularly good. I, uh, truthfully, it's yeah. just like you just roll right through. If you know how to play Pokemon, you're going to beat this thing in a couple days, basically. I didn't like it. I would give it a C because it is just like Pokemon Go meets Pokemon consoles. And I really hate Pokemon Go. I would give it a D, if not <laughs> lower. So, yeah, for me, it's like a C. I the only thing I can say I is I not to run you over, Cody. Sorry. <laughs> give, your, give your review still. But, but for me, it's a C. Yeah. No, I, just, I just have it as a low B, just because I think it wasn't the worst introduction onto the Switch. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't horrible. Um, didn't really like using the uh, Joy-Con to have to throw the Pokeballs. That got annoying really fast. Uh, I much preferred playing a handheld when I could um, to avoid that. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was fine. I liked Ice Vulpix. I think this game introduced Ice Vulpix. No, I might be wrong about Ice Vulpix was didn't... way back in Sun Moon. The Sun Moon. Yeah, it was in Sun Moon? It was one of okay. the variants, yeah. yeah. Okay, never mind. I used an Ice Vulpix in that game, though, so maybe that's, <laughs> that's what I'm remembering. I did get to put a top hat on my Eevee, though. So, you know, that's also points. That's that's at least two tiers. Um, that's a plus. So, uh, so then I have a question. Uh, maybe you said this already, and I just don't pay attention, and that's been documented. The, the, the new Switch game is not on this. Not on the list. Okay. That's like a C for what it, it's it worth. It would be the top of C for me. Yeah. Okay. Are you talking about, about Legends, or are you talking yes. about Violet? Uh, there's no Arceus on here either, but you can talk about it real quick. Where would it go? I, I don't even know. I never was interested enough to play it, so that can't be trash. a good sign. But... 
I would put it, it in, in the trash. D because I tried to play it and it's literally just G Pokemon Go. Did you say D or B? Buggy mess D. Oof. D. I did not like yeah, it at she's all. Correct. Because I don't really like the idea of catching just catching Pokemon. That is not what I would consider a good change of formula or change of pace. That's not the direction I want the series to go in. I don't care about exclusively catching Pokemon. I need a little more substance. So yep. Exactly. Oh cool. I catch eighty five fucking rats and all of a sudden i get a better rat that's so great thank you game that's so did, fun did i tell you yeah. gary played rcs he's like yeah it's good so far i'm like excited for when like the gym fights start though like I, i'm excited for the next stage of the game and i was like oh buddy <laughs> oh, <laughs> what no. you're playing now so is the whole game and There's he's no like stages. oh i might just quit that. So, <laughs> I, I, so I appreciate the idea but the fact that they're gonna tr they tried to charge they did charge like full game console price seventy dollars oh, sixty dollars whatever it was for that game, what? Yeah, yeah. What is this? All right, so Cody gets to take a nap. Cody, take a nap. We're All talking right. about Fire Emblem now. I'm gonna move down to Fire Emblem, which is barely on the screen, right. but it's fine. The emblems aren't gonna fire themselves. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. He got you, it in. You promised you were gonna say the joke, and thank God you yeah. did not forget. Um. Okay. So then, uh, where are we? Let's uh, see. At the bottom there. I think they're in order of release. Fire Emblem One. They look right. I mean. God, I played through this uh, the pseudo remake, like the 3D-ish remake on the 3DS, but even that was super dated. But that that's my only window into it. It's good. It is brutally hard. The story is, you know, not good, but it's Fire Emblem and it's Marth. I would probably go low B for the time, even though now playing it is really rough. Yeah, I guess that's the question, right? How much credit does it get for introducing the series? You know, we've talked, we had Super Mario Brothers and S for that. We had Red Blue and S for a lot of those reasons. But it's like, I don't know if this one gets that credit. It's hard to say because they never got a fair shake in the States. I mean, it was the success of Smash, which we'll get to next week, that even brought some of these games over here in the first place. So, like, I can't really judge it. It was a big deal in Japan. Here, it had no impact whatsoever because we didn't get it for years. But I will say it was cool. The permadeath, the the way you progress through the levels, um, the weapon system, and the, uh, I think most importantly, the randomized stats when you level up. Like, all those things that make Fire Emblem, they introduce right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's like some credit. I think low B makes sense. I'll put it here this is gonna be weird now oh yeah it was all pokemon but <laughs> it's oh, fine. yeah you saw the pokemon list before we started you know ruining it with this <laughs> so this is also cheating um and i'm sorry but i my view into celica and alm is from the remake that was made like um, 30 years later uh it was good i would I say the remake i would say it was a b i can't i don't know how bad the, <laughs> the original game was though so like right we might just have to skip it we can just put it up there and pretend it's the uh, other cover, the remake cover. Okay, I'm fine yeah, with that. I like. I thought the remake was good. It sounds like, from what I understand, it it did a lot of quality of life updates because this was kind of considered the black sheep for a while for Fire Emblem because it did change some things. Um, not like huge, like core mechanics, yeah. but it did kind of change some things up. Um, but I I liked the remake quite a bit. It has an awesome soundtrack. It's really good. They did open world stuff, which I don't really think worked, but they tried. Oh, yeah, they, tried. they did. They tried. They did try that. So I would say, like, B. B, I think is accurate. This was a breath of fresh air after another game that we're going to get to later. <clears throat> Fates. Oh, God, <laughs> I'm going to like that one more than either of you. 
Oh, boy. But, so we'll get into it, but maybe not as much as you think. <laughs> uh, the worst titled Fire Emblem game in the series is Mystery of the Emblem. I've never interacted with this game whatsoever, so I'm not... I don't even know what it's like about. I don't know anything about skip it. it. Let's then. skip it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any clue. Yeah, I, I don't really even know for sure. Because that gets us to maybe one of the most slept on ones, which is Genealogy of the Holy War. Which is like low A, if not... B because a lot of the stuff that we love in Fire Emblem now originated in that game. Yep. Uh, generations, relationships, um, a story they actually care about. They have like the red wedding equivalent, Cody, where like they have a parade in the middle of the game and all the main characters get butchered uh, during the parade. It was like a trap. And uh, then it's like their kids kind of carry on uh, like generations later. It was really good. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. I, should, I really like genealogy a lot. It is brutally difficult, though. Maps will take hours upon hours to complete. That's yeah. You have to do it with save states. I don't know how people played the original. I, I would also uh, say the fact that the, the maps are more open than maybe they've ever been, and it doesn't work for the series. It's too much. It's, it's way too, too much. It's overwhelming. Uh, but it is really... What they do with the story and the characters... Uh, is really cool, and I wouldn't mind seeing a remake of this at some point, but yeah. also maybe returning yeah. to some of those roots. Desperately needs a remake. was never actually released here, so there's multiple reasons why. You could just skip the actual release and be like, all right, let's do what we gave for Echoes, and yeah, like, all right. Yep. Um, I'm okay with this being low A. Yeah, I really... Like I bottom I of A, but really I really liked it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, I forgot that this game existed, so when I said worst title, there's two contenders, and Thrasia Seven Seven Six is another one. Haven't played it, don't know anything about it. I just I it, played it, a little bit of it. Parallel to Genealogy, because yeah. uh, it follows Leaf, the other kind of like main character. I don't know if it's necessary. It kind of contextualizes some things that are mentioned in Genealogy, but it's I, I don't know if you can really call it a full game, like a full experience, because it is meant to. Be yeah. played with genealogy, ideally. So I think we should probably not rate it. If I neither of us have played it, it, then and I think we should not rate the Binding Blade, which is the one next to it. But then we get to seven, which is the first one we got in the states, and now all of a sudden things change a bit because now we get Blazing Blade, which, by the way, don't release consecutive games within six months of each other called Binding Blade and Blazing Blade. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, which which would be Blade is it? I don't. Really... <laughs> just just don't do that, please. Uh, so uh, I'm sorry. Which we're doing. Uh, we're doing the one with the brother and sister first or the one with uh, with uh, Lynn first? Lynn first. Oh, it's a great game. One of the best of the whole series. Story's really good. Enduring characters, my God. Um, and they also, at least to my understanding of the series, really start leaning into like the anime-esque style. Like some of the attacks get, they have like little flourishes. The maps are a lot more wieldy. It's still very hard, but... Um, every map is like developed with care and it really starts to come into its own with this game. I think it's A for sure. I also like that it has uh, different protagonists. Uh, I mean, Echoes kind of did that as well, but you have three to pick from, I think. Lynn, Elliewood, and Hector, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's been a minute since I played it. But like, yeah, each one is is different and there's, you know, each character's kind of on their own journey and, and that's really fun and and yeah this game kind of pushed the game boy to its limits at, at the time with all the kind of anime-esque attacks and flourishes yeah. and that's really fun yeah lynn's crit still lives rent free in my head yeah you had you had three choices of main characters in this game and you could follow you know each one for a short time you had lynn and you had ella wood and you had the wrong choice no hector's great i love hector hector's cool, hector's cool. i don't know why but i really like hector he lives on but i think he dies in like the this is like a prequel actually 
of another yeah, game. It's, a prequel. it's a it's the prequel to Binding Blade with Roy. Oh, there you go. And he yeah. dies in that one. So that was he sad. sure does. But anyways, is this is a for me. Where is this? Where is this yeah. art? I, I don't actually see Binding Blade. I see Sacred Stones after. Sacred um, Stones is the, the one with game. the brother and sister. That's right. Yeah, which we'll yes. do in a minute here. But like, I don't see it. And I went through the list like multiple times to make sure there weren't any RPG, RPGs I was missing. How could they miss that of all things? Is, that it, was... is it the one to the left of Sacred Stones? And that's like Elwood and not. What clearly no, sort of looks, looks, looks like Roy. Yeah, that's Roy for sure. Well, then like, I don't. He has a headband, so I think it's Roy. Yeah, I don't know then. I mean, Roy. I'll double check real quick. I'll scroll through while we vamp. But like, I looked twice to make sure I didn't miss any of these because they were all not in order. I put them all in order, and I didn't see this anywhere. And it's one of the ones that would stick out to me. It's the first one I played. Yeah, I don't right. see it. Because well, when we get down here, it's all Mario's and Zelda's. There's nothing else left. I know there's nothing down this low. Yeah. So. Uh okay uh well it's an I A we'll and I guess Roy we'll there. yeah I'd have, we'll use the Roy as the yeah uh, just put one of those other ones I'll that we're not the, we'll put the fucking Roy one up there it's Ellawood okay and it's going like here for me yeah it's real good yeah uh okay then we have Sacred Stones which is to me not as good nope. they get some credit for doing like actually two sort of campaigns there's a split off point you can follow either one characters aren't as good it's like it's a little bit less of everything that uh blazing blade did really well so it's like a b i still finished it i had a good time with it it's just not it's not the same michaela nodded which is the excellent radio <laughs> sorry i don't remember this one very well it's really fuzzy for me okay okay bottom of b feels too harsh but i'll put it here middle-ish b yeah, that, I think that's fair. We might as well talk about these two in tandem. They are slightly different on different systems, but they are direct sequels. So Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn. We can rank them separately, but like talk about them both. Path of Radiance was surprisingly good. I played this one recently, and the story is like a little dark. And they're like, we are going to go into uh, racism and um, like sort of Game of Thrones-esque like politics and getting allies and an invading country. And um, Ike is very, uh, his journey is really good. He's, he's interesting without just being like a, he's not like a Mary Sue. He like has to learn and grow as the game goes on. Um, a lot of the characters are really great. Uh, and and then uh, what, as always happens with Fire Emblems, you make an attachment with someone who's kind of minor. Mine was the, uh, the lady. Did you ever play this game, Kayla? Kayla, did you freeze? You're frozen. <laughs> okay, she's frozen, or she's, she's thinking frozen. extremely hard. But Cody's still moving, <laughs> so it's not like the call's broken. It's just she's. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm still here. Yeah, Michaela, you're moving again. Sorry, I'm back. I okay. froze for a minute. So, did you play Path of Radiance? Uh, no, I okay, did not. Okay, then forget it. I won't tell you who my favorite character is. Um, but I think it's like a high B because it is at this point. It's on the GameCube, which is cool. But it's just, uh, it's Fire Emblem. It's like the game you played at this point now for however many years. It's the same thing. Yeah, it really didn't innovate much at all, which no. is the only major strike against it. And that's why I think it's even further of a strike against its sequel because it's, it almost feels backwards in some ways. It's a little worse. Yeah. When it, you're like, what's yeah. happening? It's still fun. I went through it recently. Um, it turns out, Chris, when we played it, uh, the localization was terrible. We were playing it on hard, mm -hmm. despite not... <laughs> choosing hard right so when i played it on the appropriate difficulty much better experience 
Still, like, just a little bit less of Path of Radiance, though. It goes to show you the perils of blind playthroughs, because we're like, well, we really enjoyed Awakening. Yeah. We want to do a Fire Emblem for the channel. This is on console, because we can't record a 3DS back then. Yeah. Well, uh, it was a really bad experience. Yes. So I would put... I, I'm not as high on these as you are, so I'm going to put Path of Radiance in B and Radiant Dawn in the highest of C. So they're oh, yeah, next to fine. each other, that's but fine. they're not. Yeah. That's, hey. a whole, that's a whole total tier. Uh, hey. We could spend minutes talking about Fire just, Emblem Awakening, but we already have on just, this channel. Just I'm put, put it, it in S. S. Let's get, let's put it in S so we can get the more interesting ones. I'm going to put it in S. I'm not really going to bother trying to rank it in the middle of Pokemons. We'll just, whatever. Okay, that's fine. Um, that's fine. Now, Conquest. Likewise, Three Houses is going in S. Thank you. I'm, yes. I'm a little surprised. But, but below Awakening. Why? Because you guys rank Awakening higher than I rank Three Houses. So they're both in S. And Awakening slightly on the left of three houses. And okay. that's the way I'm going All about right. it. That's fair. I like that. I'm not going to argue. It's like an a S. fair pro. They're both, yeah. That's why I said like last week, it's like, look, we don't have to fight. They're both S. Great. Great. Uh, love it. I Fates, love it. though. <laughs> now, Fates, to me, um, it's like in my head, it's like more of Awakening, which I liked. Yes, the story is pretty trash. And I think it's a victim to a lot of promises it made where it's like, we brought on this great writer. I don't know why they were great, but they were heralded for some <laughs> reason. And it just like didn't deliver. They talked about moral complexity that really wasn't there at all. Um, I especially thought the um, Japanese samurai side of the family was especially boring. Yes. I liked the medieval side more. Yes. Um, and Conquest bringing them together was cool. So it's a lot of the same progression. It's, it's it's just more Awakening, but like worse. But I still liked it. Like I would still go be with this. Uh, I enjoyed my time with it. I played all of them. I played this game three times. I played it um, one and a half times because I played all of Conquest and I really liked Conquest. Uh, I think of the three routes, it is the best. Birthright was trash. All the supports are poorly written. It's all about training and literally nothing else. No one that, has any other hobbies or goals or anything. Thank you, Kayla. All of the <laughs> supports are terrible because They're they all so just bad. like, wow, nice sword play. It's like, is this all you guys do is just sword? Which maybe it is, but that doesn't mean it's interesting. Well, like a lot of the yeah, fun so realm conversations do that, right? At the first level. So when you're getting to be a C rank, it's all like, oh, hello, I hadn't seen you in camp before. Oh, hi, do we have a thing in common? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Except they kept doing that for B and A and S, and you're like, what are we doing? Yeah. It's I want to really marry bad. you because we can train forever. And it's like, whoever, mix and match. They're all saying this to each other. Yeah. And then, and then um, what was the third one? There's Birthright Conquest and then... Birth by Sleep. Something else. What? I, <laughs> I don't remember the one that combines them. It was terrible. I hated it. Oh, there was some, I, some really stupid plot device of like, we can't say the name of the enemy because we'll die or something dumb. And I was like, this is stupid. Nice. Uh, just like Voldemort. It, it, right. Yeah. Like Voldemort. Dumb. Just like Beetlejuice. It, it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it's so, funny because I so played I'm gonna go B Revelation. And yeah, that's yeah right. that is what it is. Um, yeah. I'm going to go B and I'm the highest one. So do what you will. With yeah. I'm going to put it. And C, because I don't think we can, I, I, this made me lose my love for Fire Emblem for a while. Yeah. I just did not enjoy it. It felt like a weaker version of Awakening in every way. Yeah. It felt like it was trying to cash in on Awakening, but then it arbitrarily changed well, things about combat, uh, combat, and then the writing was bad, and the, how they, they uh, tied in children was terrible. Oh, my God. Are you going to be on the kids? Yeah, it's bad. 
yeah, it's ironic that we're ended up ranking these with Pokemon because it felt like a cash grab all the Pokemon. Yeah. There's two versions. Okay. And then we released a third. Okay. But I don't want to play any of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I do want to rank Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Doug brought it up as a disappointment for him. And I will say it's a victim of some people's expectations because they saw the Fire Emblem tie and they thought, well, this is a Fire Emblem game. It is not a Fire Emblem game. I oh god, Chris. it's a Shin Megami Tensei game with a little bit of Fire Emblem paint over it. Yes, it's just an RPG. It's just a uh, Persona. Um, I actually Persona enjoyed it quite Fire a bit. Emblem oh, man, I liked it. The um, it's not good. I got overall to, the story I, is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The characters, the story. But considering it's supposed to be based on idol culture, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Even though the overall story is still kind of bland, the combat's a lot of fun. The soundtrack's good. Like I enjoyed my time with it. There were characters that I liked as well. Yeah, uh, there are characters I really didn't like. Also um, true. But some of the dungeons were really annoying by the end too. I was like, oh my god, just let me get through this. Like they would put puzzles in it, but I like, hated all the puzzles. And I was like, can I just like make my way through this fucking game? Mm-hmm. Um, overall though, I I think a B. Like I consistently played it. I never like lost interest. I mean, I enjoyed my time with it. It was silly. And I enjoyed if, my time with it more than Sword and Shield, so I'm gonna put it right above Sword and Shield and B. You know what? So did I. So that's fair. And Fire Emblem Warriors is a D. All right, great. I'm glad great. we spent time on that. Now, to be clear, <laughs> it was, it was bad. if you've never played a Warriors game and you're excited about the prospect of Fire Emblem characters, which makes sense in that genre, it's not horrible. But if you've played one Warriors game, you've played all the Warriors games, and that's all we need to say about that. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so, okay, let's get to two other franchises real quick, and that's Golden Sun and Xenoblade, and then we'll run through Pokemon, whatever ones we want to pick out. There's some I definitely want to rank, and then if we have time... I'm going to let Michaela have one minute on Animal Crossing. Okay, great. Yay! Because we won't talk Golden about this Sun. next week. So, so yeah. Golden Sun, I mean, is really good. Golden Sun was like the best RPG that wasn't called like whatever Final Fantasy and all those like that I had ever played to that point. I love the Dijini. Um, I love finding them and then I love using them. And the characters were really good. And the, the story actually is pretty complex. Um, I went back recently and played them. The puzzles don't hold up as I remember that they did, but they it's still a good game. I I can't put it in S just because we're really, I'm trying to be, um, you know, just have it be distinctive, but I would say high A, really high A. I really like this game. I really like Golden Sun a lot too. Um, I agree that the puzzles are not as complex, but something I really do like about these games is that the way they tie in the magic abilities with the puzzles and combat. Yeah. So your your gen abilities can be used in combat and for exploration yeah. and puzzles, and that's really cool. Um, I like the characters. I like the story. It's kind of a one part of two games. So I guess it's a little trickier to rank because I think it was supposed to be one giant game originally and they couldn't fit it on one Game Boy, so they had to split it into two. Uh, but it's still a really good game on its own. Maybe um, we'll I, save I'd a... say the first is the best of the three. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about... Maybe we'll loop them, at least the first two in together, save a little bit of time. Um, I fucking love that the kid who dies in the beginning of the first one later is an antagonist in that same game and then is the hero. And you find out... Like, look, they do this all the time in media now, but back then... I was like, oh my God, our heroes were doing the bad, wrong thing. They were misguided. And now the new hero is great. And I ended up having, I think my party was him and probably Isaac and somebody else. Um, Isaac, I love Isaac. That's why I name a bunch of my characters Isaac. It's for this golden sun. 
Isaac. So yeah, I, I mean, Isaac I love both so of much. these games. Probably the first one is a little bit better, but but it really gets driven home because of the, how the it, it really is like two parts. I'm going to put them both in high A. I think they both go in A. I would do that too. High A for me as well. They're both really good. Yeah. I'm just putting them in by franchise now. We're not going to rank them because it just doesn't make sense. So don't mind the fact that the bottom of A okay. doesn't actually matter. Okay. I never played this one. I've heard it is middling. Dark Dawn is okay. It's funny because it was my entry point into the Golden Sun series. So I originally absolutely loved it. Uh, it kind of pushes the DX, the DS to its limits in terms of its 3D graphics. Uh, there are even more Jin, Jin to collect. Um, but then when I went back and played the first two, I was like, oh, this is not nearly as good. The, the dialogue is a little bit um, fluffy. It just carries on. It's it's a bit excessive sometimes, and the story's not as good. But there are some good characters. Um, and and then it ends on a huge cliffhanger that we'll probably never get a resolution to. Oh, no. So that's really, really <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, I, I'll play it sometime, Kayla. Yeah, uh, I, I, mean, I would say it's still good. Like, it's still fun. It's still more of the Golden Sun stuff that you love from the first two in this new package. But the story's not as good. And, and then it ends on a cliffhanger. That's yeah. frustrating. Don't Stop. let me lead you astray. It is Jen, Kayla. You were right. Dude, I was it's it's me Jin, saying Dijini is, is incorrect. Um, so what now, is this moon? I did put Mother and Earthbound up here oh, on the off chance anybody is. cared. I know, obviously, Earthbound is a beloved cult classic. Never played it. I don't care. I've never played it either. Probably because it. it's not really accessible. Anywhere. How are you supposed to play played, it? I haven't played Undertale either, so if you like the quirkier RPGs, they're not really my wheelhouse. Sorry. Yeah. So I put them up here just in case, but we can skip them. Nope. And then a quick like yeah. side tra- tangent into Xenoblade, which is interesting because I think most people would probably have one or three as their favorite, um, and probably yes. not two. <laughs> I but, like two a lot for what it's worth. That's but. not like two's bad or anything, but it, you know you're ranking like the small differences between them. I think and X, I, I probably think is better than two, but it's also a lot more forgettable than two in my opinion. Even though I don't forget me is part of a staple of this series, but <laughs> so like I, I like I, the music in X, the Attack on Titan composer. So that's cool. The soundtrack's good across all the games, really. Yeah, but like yeah. I have a hard time mm-hmm. ranking these because I'm like. They have moments where they're definitely A's, but I feel like they're B's for me, and I'm also lower on them the most. Yeah, I'm more like B's with like... I think... I really enjoyed two. I probably got to give three the the best game. Like it ju- the the uh, versatility and how you can build the classes was really cool. I fucking hate... This game does this worse than most games where you have the smart character, and I'm... and. It's so annoying when you can tell they're just like supposed to be smart, but they're not written as being smart. And they make deductions that like you made an hour ago and they're like, oh, I'm so smart. And you're like, no, you're not. No, you're not. So I didn't, I didn't um, like it. But some of the story stuff they do in Xenoblade 3 is really cool and really depressing. Really, really depressing. Stuff in three. Uh, it's, I would say, I think I agree that three is the, the best in terms of, Combat, I think it blends elements from uh, one and two, and it's a little more balanced. And the the story, yeah, gets super depressing and but really compelling and, and interesting. I am also a sucker for one. I I'm a weirdo like that. I guess for some reason one really grabbed me, even though you could argue that it's kind of generic sometimes. <laughs> um, so I would put one and three, like in low A, high B, I think, and then two, I'd probably do like a 
low B. You can't. You never played two, and I tried to get you to play two, and you never said it. So you can't. You can't drag down two with your bad score because you never played it. There's no three on the. I tried. It didn't grab me. Oh, you did try. Yeah, I didn't even know you tried. I thought you just you didn't. Um, you know what sucks about three two is I think there's only one black character in the entire series, and. I wish I would say you should have written him better. You made him the generic yeah. smart guy, and I hated him. I'm Zeno sorry. Blade falls into this trapping more than most RPG franchises because it also has a couple of really off-putting, creepy young kids and a few other problems that are just pervasive throughout the series. And I'm kind of like, okay, I understand that these are JRPGs, so the J part of that's unavoidable. But this is one of the ones where I'm like, I am very much over this now that I'm 38 years old. And and the the big open world is just. Some people love it, but I'm like, it feels kind of empty, and I personally don't care. Stepping into guard planes is really cool the first time it happens in the first Xenoblade, but I don't know how much that holds up because there are times where it does feel somewhat empty. Yeah. All I have to say about it is basically release Xenoblade 1 for the Switch, you fucking cowards, because look at the glow of Skyward Sword got when it wasn't stuck being on the Wii. Yeah. They they did though they they oh. they did a definitive edition of Xenoblade oh, One shit, and it's really that's good. right they they re released it did. twice now. Well, we don't yeah. talk about the first one. The first one was a fucking joke. <laughs> well, for 3DS, yeah, no one talks well, about no, no, that. No. But they did do it for the Switch, no, and no. they actually did the. Not for 3DS, for the new Nintendo 3DS, a thing that will be forgotten to the annals of history because that was oh. one of only six games yeah. that were exclusive to that version of the system. Oh, yeah, I had that one. Wasn't yeah. that the one with the nub? Yes, because yeah, it was, I it, that. because to yep. port that game over, they needed something with more power. It couldn't go to the original 3DS, yeah. so that was one of, again, six games yeah. that ended up yeah. on the new, the NN 3DS. And I bought yeah, it, so what does that say about good. me? Not a good but marketing campaign. Man, that nub was yeah, fucking terrible, too. Edition, What'd you say, Kayla? Uh, just the definitive edition, edition is the way to play Xenoblade. The graphics are a lot better. It yeah. looks way better. They remastered the soundtrack. Uh, there's some other quality of life upgrades. Uh, that's the way to go. Because the first Xenoblade absolutely pushed the Wii to its limits, and you can tell, because it yes. doesn't look yeah. very <laughs> oh, good. Oh, boy, can you but, tell. And I will defend that the setting of being on these giant corpses and then running around on different parts of the body, I will defend that that is still a very cool yeah. world-building thing that I like. <laughs> Lightning round. Pokemon Pinball's a B. It was fun. Yeah. It's not really anything remarkable. No, it's I liked it a lot. Pokemon-themed played... pinball. It's not even the best Nintendo spin-off pin, uh, pinball game, which we'll get to next week. But it's good. Yeah. Pokemon trading card game. I never got never into the card it. game. Never played it. I've heard this is a really faithful retelling, so it would probably score decently well, but we haven't played this one. The sequel to Pinball, don't care. Yeah. Um, the puzzle challenge game, fun, but there's been so many times we've had different puzzle-themed spinoffs, and this was just that with Pokemon coding. I don't really care. I'll just tell you, the next time I come in is Snap. Yeah, we can uh, skip and, and like Snap. Stadium. And that, that's Where's Snap? Wants. Snap's down here, so we'll get yeah. to it. Conquest, okay. I, you guys can probably talk about it. I never played it. Yeah, we can skip everything up to there. I know some folks like Rumble. Again, Mystery Dungeon is beloved by a subset of Pokemon fans, much in the way like the Mega Man RPG games were. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle we Network or whatever. Them, yeah. So, yeah. Conquest was a fun take on a strategy game. It wasn't phenomenal by any means, but it's like a low B for me. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'd probably put it in low B as well. I'll put it below Pinball because I had more fun playing Pokemon Pinball. Um, Detective Pikachu was a good movie. I didn't play the game. Yeah. Stadium yeah. and Stadium 2 and Coliseum and Gale and Battle Revolution, we should probably give a quick ranking to. I feel like 2 is like the closest thing to like D for me on this thing because the story is so bad. And for years, you're like, wouldn't it be cool to catch 
other people's Pokemon and then they put it in a game and it's fucking terrible. And you're like, okay, Nintendo, you were right. You made this terrible game just to prove that you knew what you were doing all along. You win. Touche. So like Stadium was cool because it was the first chance you had to see your Pokemon on like TV and have them fight it out and stuff. And the connectivity with the and Game Boy games was, was also kind of neat, also kind of abusive, but it's it's fine. Stadium 2 is better than Stadium as a game, but it didn't bring almost anything new to the table except the additional 100 Pokemon. And then Coliseum and XD are very divisive. So if you want to put them in D, I probably won't stop you. I liked them more than some people did, but I didn't love them. No, I mean, I, I, I don't know anything past Stadium 2, so I, don't, I couldn't even tell you. Well, Stadium 2 wasn't catching enemy Pokemon. That was Coliseum. Oh, then that's the one I don't like. Right. So that's why I was going to put it in D. Then, uh, then you have my full support. <laughs> I'll put Gale of Darkness <laughs> in C. It was better. And uh, League uh, Stadium is still not very good, so I'll put it in C. We're it's pretty it bad. C. Yeah, it's really pretty bad. There's not a lot now, to it. Snap is like an A for me. Snap was a joy to play. It was Snap one of the first so delightful new experiences that you had in a Pokemon game, and to just go on your little fucking pod and take a bunch of pictures um, was awesome. And and what I loved is how you could dynamically change the course. You're on rails, but like by doing certain things, you go on a new path. New Pokemon show up. Um, it gave it a lot of replayability. Probably not. I still I don't know at most a twenty hour game probably. But I played the hell out of this game. Twenty hours probably way too much. Probably more like twelve to fifteen. But I thought it was great. I would say A easily. I agree. I, agree. I really like the the snaps. They're 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 creative and. Uh, it's just, it's fun to go through and replay the courses and try to get as many Pokemon as you can and, and, and then be able to change it the way like you were talking about is, is really fun. And then if you do really good, you get to try to catch God Emperor Mew at the end. And that was really fun. Yeah. So it was great. As goofy as it sounds, I I like that it adds some, added some character to the Pokemon that you had watched in the anime. Yeah. Of like, oh yeah. yeah, there's like some personality behind like some of these characters that like you kind of know what they're gonna do in a weird way, or you can kind of have an idea of like, oh yeah, that makes sense that they would do that. As weird as that sounds, and that's why I just I felt more attached to the world of Pokemon. I think by playing that first Snap game and the first level is like iconic. I can't even tell you much about the later yeah. levels, but like that first level, they fucking nailed it. So yeah, yeah. yeah if anything, this is an exercise in making the rest of the franchise look bad because even now in the more open world environments, we should have more elements like this of Pokemon, like interacting with the environment in unique ways that show their personality and not just spawning in a clump of them as you fly overhead with something. Yep. So I'm okay with an A. I was never the biggest snap fan, but I recognize that maybe it just wasn't for me. I have no problem with it being an A. I'm going to put it here. Great. Um, That was good. Puzzle League, again, puzzle skinning, it's fine. I do want to make a quick shout-out to, uh, let's see, uh, Poke Park 2 is in D, and Poke Park Wii is in D, Great. and all of these fucking storage systems masquerading as games that didn't even do the storage part properly can all go fuck themselves. My Pokemon Ranch is in D. So, yeah, I just wanted to what get those. What about new Pokemon Snap? Yeah, that's a Are question. I haven't played it. Is it? Is it it's on really here? good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah it's that- right there. That's a high B for me because I would say it's not as good as the original, but it is still really fun. There's a lot of different things to do. They added courses after the release to kind of even make it a little more robust. Um, the point system is really fun. I had a great time with this one. 
I really like new Pokemon yeah. Snap too. I mean, there's hundreds of more Pokemon to to catch pictures of for one thing, um, and then there's the different poses and uh, different uh, course um, like forks in the road for some of the routes. So you can it was do, hard. Like it was, yeah, it can be tough it was sometimes hard. Yeah. Know, to get like the different poses and then get the points. And there were like legendary Pokemon you could get pictures of. And I learned that Melodic is pronounced Milotic, which I still don't understand. Which is wrong. <laughs> But that's wrong. But I really enjoyed it. I think I would give it like a low A, high B as well. Great. I'd say high B too. I'll put it on top of B. No, I'll put it below Ruby Sapphire Emerald. There you go. Next up. All right, Michaela, congratulations. You have three minutes to talk about these five Animal Crossing games and give them a ranking. I'm not going to put them on the tier list because you're the only person who's played them, but we'll still have it on the record. Okay. So There's you five? have three minutes okay. to go. Christ. Here we go. So I didn't play the GameCube one. I watched a friend play it a little bit. It um, definitely shows its age. There's not as many features. There are some cool things that didn't come back later, but for the most part, it's, uh, you know, they improved upon themselves in later games. Wild World was my first Animal Crossing game, so it has a very special place in my heart. Uh, and it's it was for the DS, and it was pretty good. Uh, being able to take these games on the go, I think, is a huge success. I think that is the way to play Animal Crossing. Um, and Wild World did add some new stuff that would persist in later games. City Folk came out for the Wii, and that was okay. Um, I think being stuck on the console was tricky sometimes, uh, and not being able to play it on the go, and there were some other features that were a little bit divisive from what I recall, I think. Um, just some changes. And then... Uh, New Leaf is really good. They added the uh, mechanic where you're the mayor of your town, so you can actually like kind of have a little more control about what your town looks like. You're kind of in charge, and that's really fun because in my head canon in Wild World, I always wanted to be the mayor because the mayor did nothing. So then for New Leaf to kind of fulfill that fan fiction, that was really fun. Uh, New um, New Leaf also had a bunch of DLC uh, that added a ton of content, which is great. And then New Horizons was for the Switch, and it came out like right before the pandemic, or maybe even or during even the during, pandemic. Maybe, uh... During, so it was huge. Uh, it it blew up. It has the the most creativity and control that you've ever had. So you can completely change your island. You control what it looks like. You can build it from the ground up, pretty much. Um, uh, some of the dialogue in the older games, there, there's a little more personality with the characters, like the, the cranky characters are actually cranky, and you can argue that in later games, everybody's too nice. It's a little softer uh, in terms of the dialogue, but it's still really, all these games are really fun, if that's your cup of tea, if you well, like the life simulation games. I, I'm glad that you put in, like, uh, you started with New Leaf being like, oh, this is really good, because there was a while there, you're the Animal Crossing person, you're like, yeah, this one was okay. I'm like, yeah, this one wasn't that good. I was like, <laughs> You don't even like them, but you got you got I, there. Because, I do. We but, got there. Yeah, let me ask you something. Is there is there an element in any of these games where like you can there's like an assassination attempt mm -hmm. on one of the mayors yeah. or like is there like maybe like a like a little civil war that's going on in the town? Or like like I would say anything interesting at all. Do, do they ever No. Um sometimes the characters <laughs> the townsfolk might have like a little fight with each other and then you have to resolve it. Um do they like, like want to give do they try to stab each other or is it right, do you resolve it by <laughs> killing them like does tom nook break your kneecaps if you don't pay up can like you, what happens can here? you no, choose how much is... money to allot to the town prison no none of the conflict that 
your uh, your wanting is there. But Tom Nook is a total um, you know scammer. His whole thing with the bells, mm-hmm. he he definitely wants money all the time. He's very greedy. That's there it. is an element of like artist scamming. You does, can get scammed. Does anyone get their comeuppance at any point? No. <laughs> what the fuck? She said very clearly the mayor doesn't do anything, and then you're asking if she's dispersing money for the prison system. <laughs> I like that every portrayal of mayors is they never do anything. Like Powerpuff Girl, like every mayor is just useless. <laughs> yeah. Well, accurate. I have to ask. How different are these games than like The Sims, or are you just basically a bunch of animals in this playing The Sims in a way? Yeah, uh, I would say it's similar to The Sims, um, but The Sims is more, I think, relationship based. You can actually have okay. relationships with the different characters and like have a family or something. In this game, it's really just interacting with your little animal townsfolk. Um, at least in so, Sim City, something bad can happen. Well, I was say, Sean would like The Sims because there's a Grim Reaper and you can make people drown in a pool yeah. by removing the ladder out of the yeah, pool. Yeah, you, you trap them in a pool and they die. Yeah. yeah. So there's ways yeah, that you yeah. can get people to come up into The Sims. Sometimes your own Sims, you can be like, you know what? Fuck you. Die in a house fire. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> Whereas Animal Crossing's logo would suggest that it's lighter and more whimsical than that. Yeah. A little yeah, bit. It's, it's the kid version of Sims. But I think the portability was a key thing for the franchise, like you mentioned. I mean, that's why the Switch version may be the most well-regarded, just because you get the best of both worlds. It looks nice, and it's portable. I mean, Mikhail was obsessed with these games, and I never got it, because she would be like, I gotta, I gotta, there's a seashell on an island. I gotta go get it. And I'd be like, why? What does it do? Well, nothing. But once I have it, it's mine. (laughs) Okay. Exactly. Everyone who has hoarding tendencies or just wants to interact with cute villagers and then make their house and their town pretty um this life simulation game is for you does it give you like superpowers no 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 but you can there's a shelf and i can put it on in my house i have an empty space on my shelf sean has clearly never shot for knickknacks around no the world but on remember his, like, vacations where he's like that looks cool i'm gonna buy it our longtime listeners don't need this frame of reference but sean also won't play like regular card games very often because there's no story well, right. So he has There's no certain... abilities. The fucking Queen of Hearts. That she's just the same as every other card. <laughs> Maisie is uh, enthusiastically agreeing, which I do not appreciate. From downstairs, yes. <laughs> Wasn't picked up by the mics, but we heard, and that's all that matters. Yeah. So Animal Crossing, not really RPGs. There's small, tiny elements of it. But more importantly, it was just McKay was not going to be on next week's show, so this was our only chance to do it because none of us have played them. I feel like we are we at some, maybe not now because like we're we're like super out of time. Yeah, it's over. We're super out of time. We should at some point inter rank them though, right? Like it, I, we should, but just not now. The Animal Crossings? No, no, no. Sorry. Like like the Fire Emblem is it better than this Pokemon oh. or better than? Well, because we in theory would have to do that with the whole list once we combine them, and that's going to be a mess. So it may be simpler if we don't. Oh, are we keeping like the Zeldas like separated from the Mario? I think I'm yeah. going to do that with the screenshots at the end of this, just because trying to put them all on here, especially since half the Mario games weren't on this list, is going to be a nightmare. Okay, that's fair. That's so fair. they're still going to. We can still look at them. Like, all right, here's all the games that were in S tier, but we're not going to be like, well, which of these 25 games is the highest C? I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it matters at the top of the list, but just like with our best game ever offering, we don't really care about number 75 on the list. We care about the, the creme de la creme. Okay, I like it. So next week, we will have an episode. We usually take the week of Christmas off. We're going to pre-tape it and then air it that night at the regular time slot. So we'll finish up the Nintendo tier list of Palooza then. Then we're off the week of New Year's, and then we're back 
the two weeks after that with the best of 2023, which will be TV and movies the first week. And then, boy, is there a lot to talk about with video games. There are mega franchises we haven't even talked about on the show yet. It's going to be good shit. Like, through January, pretty much, we are locked in. Yeah. You don't have to suffer through the Suns cast or anything. There we will have be one good, coming. That we, we have we, three we months do of need to talk Because yeah. I'm, like, getting off the ledge now. I'm, like, hanging on by, like, my fingertips. So, mm-hmm. uh, we'll get there eventually. But So, next week, Donkey Kong, Kirby, Yoshi, Wario. But the headliners... Smash and Metroid are two franchises we haven't gotten to yet. They will be among whatever else is left. I want to rank 1080 snowboarding. There's a bunch of other stuff on here that we'll get to. It's going to be kind of a hodgepodge mix next week as we finish this off. But as always, thank you for watching. Thank you for joining us, especially if you're in the chat live with us on YouTube. In between episodes, you can find us on our website, objectionnetwork.com or youtube.com slash objectionnetwork. We will see you next week. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Goodbye. I'm looking at the games. I'm trying to find out what shirt I need to wear. <laughs> I don't have like Maze is a Kirby shirt, but that's it. That could uh, well, work. Actually, I like.